podcast for filthy casuals by filthy casuals. Yourself in the face. Yeah, with oh. your, your your three foot long penis. I'm recording now and I'm leaving that in. Hi everyone <laughs> and welcome to Flashpoint episode 134, recorded Monday, April 2nd. So it's not an April Fool's joke. I'm your host, David Holloway, and joining me is a man who's the most dread pirate on the high seas since the Captain and Tennille. How are you, Simon? Arr, David, I be fine. I crochet a mean mainsail, matey. <laughs> so that's one of the best intros I've ever come up with. I'm very proud. You, you should be, although I think you dated yourself horribly. What the, what's a Captain Tennille? Who's that? Yeah, look, I might put a link in the show notes. Some classic songs, although I oh, do that to me one more time was one of them, wasn't it? One of one of, what? one of their songs. I'm too young to understand the reference. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, I'm going to call this show that now. The do that one to me one more time. Um, Why not two times? Well, yeah, we were just talking before the show how that's not so feasible. Yeah, um, okay. We also have a man who, for whom it probably is feasible, who's been in many a sea battle and now has a two foot. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, just all this penis discussion, everything reads wrong. And we also have a man who's been in many a sea battle and now has a two-foot wooden prosthetic, and that's not a, what do you call it, a something for something else. But it's not a peg leg. How are you, Ben? It oh, was a penis reference after all. Yeah, I know. I'd start again if I could be it's, asked, but I can't. It's, it's always a penis reference, let's face it. It's always been a penis reference. Oh, jeez. I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. Um, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, it's a penis yeah, let's references. leave it there. Just, right. I've lost it. I've, lo- I've gone. I'm, I'm done. All right. Excellent. Sweet. All right. Yep. All right, so we've all survived That was Easter. a great show, ladies and gentlemen. See you later. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. might as well leave it there. Yeah, every reference, you've got to take a shot. Oh, excuse me. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> Beautiful. This is how you know it's going to be a good episode when Simon's already drunk. So. Hey, <laughs> I'm right. I started drinking <laughs> at the beginning of the show. As soon as he answered the Skype call, <laughs> I better give him to take a drink. I've heard David's voice. Oh, shit. Oh, no, That's there's right. Ben's voice. Better take another drink. He's only As Shakespeare human. once said, shots, 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 shots. Anyway, moving on. Ben, how are you? Oh, we, we, already did, we already did that, uh, Simon. You must be drunk. Fast, no, but... <laughs> uh, thought we might want to recap. Well, at least we yeah. avoided the political intros. <laughs> yeah, so I, I got voted down by my colleagues. I had two totally different intros, but they... Both whinged and, and Jay, they weren't even political. They just mentioned politicians, but not their politics. But being the bigger man, I caved in. All right, was let's talk a, about what was that another reference? It can just, be if you I want just it need to, to be. know for the bookkeeping. Yeah, it is. Okay, okay. So that means he's going to take another shot now. <laughs> so no, <why> <laughs> just hit the back? bottle, go pop. <laughs> All right, it's fine. Right. Oh, dear. All right, let's talk about what we've been playing, starting with the drunkard. Simon, what have you been playing? Mate, not drunk yet. Um, You're not trying. Orogoa, Zelda, Breath of the whatever the hell it is, Snipperclips, Black, the original Xbox game, uh, the Sexy Brutal, Train the Sim World. I oh, I am so bad at that. Actually, I could probably work for um, for the Met here. I uh, just overshoot the stations. So basically you have to, well, 
people have to help you down the three-foot drop onto the gravel to make it back to the platform because yeah. I just can't stop in the right place. Uh, sea of Thieves, uh, hence the pirate references. Um, the a game I've invented, which I'm calling, is it worth updating Destiny 2? Um, <laughs> and generally, no. No. <laughs> Uh, more Minecraft and a wee bit of Star Citizen. Yes, folks, that game is still out there. It is still being developed. Updates are still being released. And uh, we're up to Alpha 3.1 for anyone who's still counting. Because you worried me there where you said it's still out there and having updates released, thinking it had been released. But it hasn't officially been released, has it, obviously? If you, it's alpha. No, definitely not. No. But uh, it's, every update, there's there's new stuff. It's... Yeah, it's it's looking pretty good. Still looking, yeah. I still I still think it's going to get a final release at some point, even though it seems to be taking forever. But let's face it, there are plenty of games in the market that uh, have taken a while to come out, and you know they've they've been fine. And then then of course there's plenty of games that regrettably haven't been yes. fine. Excellent. And Ben, what about you? Uh, see, some of the usuals, PUBG, HOTS, uh, I started Wolfenstein 2, I actually streamed that whole, uh, first playthrough, uh, but that evening also I did a t-shirt giveaway, um, during that stream, and a gentleman by the name of Sacred Purse over in California won that, uh, t-shirt, so congratulations to him. Um, but yeah, uh, Wolfenstein 2, really, really cool, um, really, really violent, um, Really, really awesome. It's killing Nazis. I mean, it, I think we talked briefly about the Wolfenstein 2 just before it came out about the controversy around its advertising and how it was people getting all defensive over it. It's like, well, why are you defending Nazis? You shouldn't be defending Nazis. Um, but, yeah, it's just really, really, really great to kill Nazis in that game. Um, it's incredibly satisfying. Uh, also, finally jumped into the sensation that is Fortnite to give it a red-hot go. Um, surprisingly, I enjoyed it all right. It wasn't terrible. Um, I had a really fun time. I played it with friends. Uh, we got someone that knew what they were doing in the game to kind of carry us a bit, and I managed to get a few kills. We won a match. We had some fun. Uh, good times. So, yeah, it's not as horrible as... PUBG? Yeah, well, it seems to have definitely a lot more polish than PUBG in terms of mechanics. Um especially seeing as PUBG has been around now for over a year because it came out March of last year, originally yep. on early access. Um, if I'm comparing the two, while Fortnite still only has a single map, the game mechanics and problems and the response time to the developers seems to be... Everything just seems to be a lot higher or more professionally done than what PUBG has been. Uh, yeah, granted, PUBG is expected, though. Yeah, especially seeing as Blue Hole's a new studio. Um, yeah. Well, I'm sorry, they're PUBG Core now. Um, but, you know, they're, I think PUBG's just, like, they've added extra content and things like that, but they're battling so much with the cheaters and all the other crap that goes on now that it's taking away from time, or taking time away from, obviously, you know, uh, developments and bug fixing and all the other stuff. So they're spending so much time developing anti-cheat programs that they're getting screwed over by, you know, it's 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 destroy. It's basically having an effect on the game is the best way to put it. 
Yeah, um, whereas Fortnite, of course, Epic's throwing all their resources into supporting yep, Fortnite because which, that's obviously their cash cow. Quick question, though, Ben. Um, are you playing the purchase version of Fortnite or the free Battle Royale? I would be playing the free Battle Royale version, uh, which is why the comparison. So the, the purchased version is a PvE version. What do they call it? Save the World, I think is what they call it, if I'm not mistaken. Sounds, yeah. um, but, you know, it, that's the thing. It's free on just about every single platform now. PUBG's now out on mobile devices. Uh, Fortnite's in beta on iPhone and it's coming to Android soon. So these games aren't going away anytime soon. Uh, and yeah, Fortnite's just raking in the dollars. Obviously, and it's a, obviously it's made up that much money that not only is it meant that Paragon servers are being shut down, but Epic is actually able to afford to pay back every single Paragon purchase ever made uh, with the money that Fortnite's making. Yeah, well, um, it's got my nephew hooked. That's all I know. So I'm gonna yeah, have to yeah. Can, well, can, I, actually, and I didn't. I didn't put this in the news, and I should have, but um, I don't know if you guys saw it, but A Current Affair last week had a lovely little story about Fortnite and how it was um, influencing children and blah, blah, blah. All this, oh, little Timmy, he's so dumb. Oh, God. Um, but basically... They are such hacks. They really they, are. They really are. I And this is why I don't watch... I don't watch free-to-air TV. Um, but the opening statement of the interview is basically or the story i should say is oh this is johnny who's nine years old and he's addicted to fortnite the rating of the game is m15 plus in australia sorry mm. um you know and all these sorts of things so and he, the whole you watch the thing and like the kids are actually chill as hell they're actually all well really well behaved kids there's nothing wrong so they're just making mountains out of molehills again. No, no, no. Never, no. Well, be. Usual bullshit. So uh, if you want to get ragey as a gamer, go watch this A Current Affair story. Um, other things I've been playing, so I'm just moving on real quick. Uh, the Division, played that for a little bit. I played Rumu, which is a game developed here in Australia, a little indie game about a uh, Roomba vacuum cleaner robot. Um, I think it's about $15 on Steam, maybe $20 on Steam. Uh, definitely jump on there and check it out. I know it's at PAX East this weekend. Um, really, really cool. It's about a two-hour little indie game. Uh, there's lots of little heat, hidden mysteries inside the game and stuff like that. I haven't found everything in it, but definitely worth checking out. Uh, jumped into some Neverwinter Online to play an MMORPG that I haven't played in a long, 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 long time. Uh, so and all- Sorry? So it's been a while then. Yeah, it's been a while. Okay, story time. <laughs> Neverwinter Online. It's been that long since I played it that it was on an old email account for that I used to have that was uh, tied to my old internet provider, so I couldn't access the email account. So I had to message, um, is it Arcane Worlds? Yeah, I that think. sounds right. Yeah, 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 those guys. I had to message them and provide them all this information and everything like that to able to transfer my old arcane worlds account to my new current email address so that i could restore my neverwinter online character um and that took a good uh, 24 hours in doing it just to get in there and play some dungeons and dragons why could you uh, my space account password no no see the thing is i could log in and i knew the password and everything but to change the email you have to respond to an email from that on that email address 
the old email address. Mm-hmm. So that was the, that was the account security. So I was like, yay, bravo for the account security. Um, but yeah, it was kind of a pain in the ass to do. Uh, also been playing some Sea of Thieves, which already mentioned pirate-themed fun. And also jumped into Far Cry 5, which just came out last week. And I cannot wait to get back in playing that some more. Excellent. And I just checked hmm. my MySpace page is still working, Simon. Proud to report. Good. That's that's good to know. It's important. It's important. It important. Mm. MySpace. Important. MySpace.com said David the nurse. That's yeah. right. It's, it's, it's hot. It's the new hotness. Mm-hmm. It'll come basic, back. It's, it's basically convinced. David in a nurse's outfit. It, it's it's amazing. Oh, why did I send you the link? Mm. Um, you should all go check it out right now. So for me, No Man's Sky. I'm up. I'm cu- coming up to the 50 hour mark in No Man's Sky, um, and still enjoying that a lot. Um, have completed some of the quest lines, and now Simon, I'm sure you're sympathising this ridiculous putting together all the people working in your base and all that sort of stuff. But, yeah, yeah. the whole... I'm, yes, uh, I'm, I'm familiar with, with that. Uh, it's also going to be interesting to see what the next update is. That is actually what it's called, next. Oh, let's see. I, I hadn't looked that up. Okay, cool. And I, I did finish the Atlas um, quest line in its entirety. So that was well cool. Well done. Um, but a lot of the other stuff I'm still going. So, yeah, it's just one of those things I might sit down for 15, 20 minutes and mindlessly farm minerals. Love it. Yeah, it's there's a lot of games. Well, there's more games like that out now, I think, where it's it's something you go back to fairly regularly, although you may not spend an awful lot of time in there, but you just chip away with it, and it's relaxing. Yes. And speaking of which, damn you, Nexus Wars arcade mode on StarCraft Two. Uh, Fortnite, now I haven't actually played Fortnite at all, but I've spent too many hours over the last couple of weeks watching a member of my family who's one of them youth, like your nephew, Simon, who this game is incredibly big. I've even witnessed uh, four youth uh, gathered around the PlayStation 4 taking your turns playing Fortnite because they had a bit of a mini party to play Fortnite. So, Were there shots um, involved? No, thankfully, no. Oh, that's a shame. <laughs> Um, and Destiny 2, I think I played for 10 minutes. I did bother updating, but yeah, logged in for 10 minutes and went, yeah, I'm bored already. Did you go fast? <laughs> no one goes fast, especially if they try to sprint. Yeah. But, isn't, but isn't that the name of the update? It's the go fast update. So you yeah, go they fast. Went, yeah, they went, I don't think they yeah. carry through consistently. At the no. speed of fast. Just, oh, it's so disappointing. But anyway. So back to No Man's Sky for me, but that was pretty much it. And, of course, Candy Crush. I'd never miss an opportunity to play Candy Crush. Um, so let's jump into the news. So this first one I'm actually aware of, so there's something different, um, that PS Plus is no longer available on the PS3. I did see, I think I got the email as part of the PlayStation Network saying that it was going. Um, what do we want to talk about that? There's no huge surprise there. How old's the PS3 now? Well, one year younger than the Xbox, Xbox 360, uh, yeah. which is still being supported with uh, with games through Xbox Live Gold. Mm-hmm. All right, so play, but, yeah, I mean, well, but then the it's got thing back- though, oh, yeah, geez. backwards compatibility. Yeah. So Sony mm-hmm. suck. We always knew that. Sure. Yeah, they um, kind of. 
And today's show is actually com- speaking which brought to you by Sony PlayStation. <laughs> that comment specifically said by David, I, I still quite enjoy Sony. Please send me free stuff. Yeah, I've had to say, says the guy. That... I'm just going to take a tangent here for a second. I've always been a real fan of Sony's hardware, not yes. necessarily the video game consoles, although uh, I've, I've got one of every PlayStation, in some mm. cases two. Um, but they, they've always been a company of engineers. Uh, you've they only don't got support a... their products is my problem. Uh, and no, but you could argue Microsoft does the same thing, especially if you mm-hmm. ever had a Windows phone. Um, oh, they, if you, if you're even slightly interested in retro tech, it's well worth going on YouTube and having a bit of a dig around, because um, places people like Techmoan and a few other um, similar YouTubers do some really good videos on all of the failed formats that have existed and Sony's been behind quite a few of them. Um, n- not because, yeah, they're engineers. They, they think of a solution for a problem that doesn't exist. And it's just, it's fascinating to, the, to see how smart their engineers have been, how clever at miniaturization, um, especially the, the smallest um, audio tape that was ever produced. And if you think the smallest audio tape ever, ever produced was uh, one of those things for a dictaphone, you're wrong. There's a smaller version, and it's digital. It's it's just absolutely incredible what they did. But they more often than not seem to produce products for markets that simply don't ever exist. Mm. And it's, it's really interesting. And every now and then they have an amazing success, like they do with the PlayStation 1, and two, three, eh. um, and of course the four. Who knows what's going to happen with the next generation? That will be interesting just to see whether they uh, screw it up like they did with the, the PS3 launch and Microsoft did with the Xbox One launch. But yeah, uh, an amazing company that have done some amazing things that just have badly misfired, but well worth a look. And now back to you, David, after that digression. <laughs> no, I thought that was went out of your sales, didn't I, sir? No, that's good. No, I think that's an important point. Um, you've got to give credit where credit's due, particularly with the red. Mm. I mean, it, it, totally outside of games, I love. I could watch um, retro synthesizer videos for days on end. It, that stuff never gets old, so I, I can sympathise with it. Have yeah. you ever watched uh, the eight-bit guy? He's worth a look as well. Yeah, I think I've seen one or two. Yeah, no, it's good stuff. Yes. Um, Speaking of, I'm trying to work out how to introduce this next point, given that I was howled down profusely by trying to even mention politicians in my intro. So, oh, the, so the, the next one is the Entertainment Software Association meeting with President Trump. So uh, this came about after, obviously, the one of the most recent mass shootings. Um, mm. Trump said that he would want to meet with the entertainment industry, um, uh, the software industry, gaming I'm assuming, without sounding judgmental, it'd be based on the whole current affair approach of uh, you've got all these people running around in Fortnite shooting people. They're more likely to go out and shoot people. Therefore, we need to rein them in. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Like so, this this, this came about. So it was after the Parkland shooting and the whole gun debate that's going on in the states at the moment. Um, and yes, this is a little bit political, but it's gaming related. Um, so President Trump, he's he's saying, oh, you know. Oh, my son plays these games are really violent, blah blah blah, and all this sort of stuff. And it's like, well, you know, his dad to tell him not to play it if you don't agree with him playing it. But 
it's beside the point. So he said he was going to meet with video game uh, the industry people uh, to discuss the um, effect video games have on children, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh, the ESA, now, now when this was announced, um, it went through a couple of channels very quickly, and it took a good three or four days before someone actually reached out to the ESA to say, "Hey, uh, can you guys come meet? You know, and organize some major publishers slash developers to come and meet with the president." Um, but even after they'd said, oh, we're arranging to meet with them next week, blah, 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 ESA turned around and said, no one's contacted us. How can you be arranging to meet with us if you haven't contacted us? And these were like public press announcements that the, the White House was making. Um, so anyway, uh, they all met. Uh, there was a lot of people that were uh, anti-video game as part of this meeting as well. Um, but the ESA and I can't recall who else who else attended. They basically prevented presented a whole bunch of facts um, and scientific re- research and documentation proving that video games have no long term influence on this sort of behaviour, et cetera, et cetera. Same shit we've all we all know we've known for a very very long time. Um, so, but again, like I said earlier, mountains out of molehills, uh, and even after the meeting, the ESA came out and said, you know, I think there's something to be said that the rest of the world has these same video games. Uh, the developers of these video games are in Canada, Australia, uh, UK, you know, Europe, Asia, wherever else in the world, and they, they don't have these levels of gun violence. Uh, it's, it's a distinct US problem with this gun violence thing, and the video games are clearly not the answer. Um, I'm not going to go into any of the gun debate stuff, but that's the video game side of it that was in the news in the last couple of weeks. So, yeah. There you go. Unfortunately, it died a lot more than the nonsense that occurred that actually created the um, created the ESRB, which we That's all know right. is a waste of time. Um, mm. You know, the, it's part of, the, part of the, the game lobby, the game industry lobbyist, yeah. which is what the ESA is. So, yeah. But it's it's good that they actually managed to produce that information based on so much research over so many years. Mm. Yeah, you'd like to think it would be put to bed at this point, but of course it's not going to be because a lot of people aren't as informed as our listeners are. So yeah. um, you know, there's a lot of people that don't even know what a loot box is. Yeah, well, I mean, and that came back to like what we were talking about earlier with the current affairs thing and the rating systems on video games with Fortnite. I mean, yeah, there's someone literally it, only, yeah, there's, and there's a story last year about a similar thing, but even someone only recently in this week, last week, was telling me that they used to work at, I think it was an EB Games or maybe it was someone in America that worked at a GameStop, one of those type of stores, and they said, oh, this game's rated R18 plus. Um, you know, it's not really recommended for your child, blah, blah, blah. And the mother actually turned around and said, oh, my child wouldn't lie to me about this. This is games, just a racing game. It's not, it doesn't have any of that stuff. And it's like, uh, no, it's actually got quite a lot of murder and terrorists and, you know, sex related stuff and all sorts of drug related things. Oh, but did, um, Ben, didn't you know, um, parents aren't responsible for the upbringing of their child. That's, that's yeah, what's wow. for. And, and, you know, everyone's supposed to, look after the child apart from the parents. Exactly, exactly. And it's the same thing with that story about last year with um, GTA as well. Like a parent yeah. bought their 11-year-old child GTA 5 
and they found a bag of meth in the game. Okay, so the meth side of things, yeah, pretty bad, and that's not on the parent. But the, the parents still bought their child GTA 5, and their child right. was 11. And what's, Sorry. And what's wrong with meth? Nothing. Nothing, nothing. It's, it's not a plague on today's society at all. No, it's meth's like anything. It's only a problem if you use I watched it. In- Breaking, I, I watched Breaking Bad. Well, so, but, I mean, Simon's right. If you keep it to one shot glass of meth a night, it tends to be all right. Yeah, exactly. You can, I'm you leaving can that one alone. <laughs> <laughs> in case, just yeah, just in case anyone actually took that comment seriously, which I can't from a minute imagine they would, that was a joke. Yes, he, um, he might be a nurse, but he's terrible at jokes. That's right. Uh, Simon's cocaine, anyway, not meth. Yeah. All right. Yeah. What a Division, drug. What a drug. Division <laughs> two announced and will be at E three. When is E three? I never keep track of dates. Is that yeah. coming up soon? June. June, it's June. always yeah, so not far away. Division yeah. 2, well, even I'm excited by that. So yeah. who wants to talk more about what, do we have any rumours or inklings of what Division 2 might be doing differently? Uh, there was a trailer and I think that's pretty much all that they announced, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, I'll link to the trailer in the show notes. It's just, well, it was, yeah, it was crowded out, that game. It was just crowded out by a bunch of other good releases at the time. I loved it for the probably 30 hours I played it. So, yeah, well, I didn't touch it until uh, it was recommended to us as uh, as being pretty good now, and mm. um, turns out it it's pretty good now. Yeah, mm. I played it a couple of weeks ago, and yeah, I I enjoyed my time with it. I didn't I, get into the end of the high end content, but I was still having no, fun. No, I, I'm I'm the same. I just find it. I tend to try and play it strategically. There's a you know a lot a lot of sneaking, a lot of try and do it kind of stealthy and just yeah. select it with the targets rather than just sort of trying to charge in. Well, and I like that you can set the tier for the open world area. So, like, you yeah. can set the tier of the difficulty and you're just running around. You're like, okay, it's a little bit hectic. I just want to get this thing done. So let's just turn that down a bit so I can fix this and finish this off and move on. Yeah, but and Simon, it sounds, it sounds like you to cheese your way around a game. I didn't say I was cheesing. I said I was being strategic. You could consider that cheesing is strategic. Uh, I'll I'll leave the strategy. It is a form of strategy. You would love, you would love Fortnite, Simon, because um, that member of my family has come top three a whole bunch of times, and basically what they do is they just spend the whole time running away. (laughs) I think they've got all of I think three kills total. (laughs) <laughs> in the game strategic yeah. withdrawal strategic. is a valid tactic oh you had to come back to that didn't you mm-hmm. all right oh oh geez, geez. Man, David. <laughs> nice work uh, we didn't even have to put that link there you just made it yourself yeah you're welcome oh god all right yeah so division two so we'll be at e3 so you would assume if that's a, a june that I mean, you wouldn't think they would launch it there. It'd be more that they'll be showing no, where it's at as far showing, as alpha yeah. or people. Yeah. Okay. All I know is it's going to be staying clear of Red Dead Redemption 2. Yes. Just like Call of Duty. <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> thank you, Activision Blizzard. <laughs> you're, 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 yeah. Speaking of Activision well, Blizzard. Speaking of Activision, Blizzard, and June, um, the next WoW expansion slated for what they're saying is a summer US release, so somewhere I, I'm thinking it'd be more like August, maybe September. 
Um, so Battle for Azeroth seems to be still on track. You can sign up for the uh, beta now. Um, one of, I wasn't going to talk too much, but one of the things that uh, WoW had found when drilling through all the data was that there's a new multi-seat flying mount called the Hive Mind. Um, so the more players who join the Hive Mind mount, the faster its movement speed goes, stacking as more players link up. Okay, what I need to know now, you said that, is how do you troll these people? How do you screw it up for everyone else? This is important information. Yeah, it is for well. Um, yeah, I don't know. I have to have a think about that. There'd have to be some way, surely. Mm. It has to be. What are they Probably in gameplay. Like, they, they need to find a bug that allows you to get on your mammoth mount whilst you're on the hive mine itself and everyone does that and you can't see anything or something like that. There's got to be a way. So what are you looking forward to most about this new expansion? Actually Help. playing the game again. I'm just a sucker for quest uh, questing, Simon. So and once I hit level cap with the current one, and this is how memorable it is, I can't even think what the current <laughs> expansion's name is. Oh, that's terrible. Anyway, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I just want to quest again. What about the you? Questing you, you? The questing is pretty good, I must admit. Mm. Yeah. Because there were rumours you were thinking about getting back into it with this expansion, Simon. I don't have the time. There's just too many games. I'm too busy trying to coordinate my dropping the mainsail and where the hell's the compass and, God damn it, there's another hole in my boat. So I'm I'm really having difficulty coordinating that part of my life, my my life oceanic, kind of life aquatic, if you will. Yes. Uh, and he, he still hasn't been back to Star Wars The Old Republic in ages as well. Yeah, true. Although I haven't given up on it, although I'm beginning to wonder if perhaps the AR. Mm. Uh, yeah, I'm actually wondering when they're going to do the server shutdowns on that. Yeah, that's the thing. I'm I'm reluctant to get back into it because, yeah, it's it's really – it's not that they're not doing a great job with the resources they've got because they've turned it more into a role-playing game than an MMO, and, and arguably that's what it was from the beginning. Um but yeah, you've, I think any anyone who's been keeping an eye on it sort of feels the sort of Damocles just hovering out of sight, but it's there. Mm. Especially, especially now that EA have announced that they're going to produce an open world Star Wars game. I suppose they've got to try and squeeze one more Star Wars game out before they lose the license because Disney think they're a bunch of dickheads mm. along with everyone else. Well, Legion, I apologise to anyone screaming at the podcast. I was going to say Legend, but I didn't want to make a fool of myself. <laughs> Again, more. Yeah, I thought the new one was Battle for Azeroth. It is. Yeah, that's right. The, the, the one that I've... Yeah. Oh, the last one you played. Okay, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, EA, speaking of the lovely EA, they've announced that all heroes are now unlocked and um, a new streamlined progression is available in Battlefront 2. Too little, too late. And I noticed that there's no question mark on that. It's just too little, too late, full stop. So do we really need to discuss that? <laughs> I agree. And has anyone got anything to say about it? It's, is, will it save the game? Probably not at this point. Any thoughts? Anyone? No. Anyone? Mm, no. Consensus. <laughs> it no. does happen. I, I, I think it, the game's... It's a shame because I actually did have a lot of fun playing the multiplayer in that game, uh, which I've talked about previously. Um I think that game's 
bad publicity and everything else has already shot it in the foot. Uh, it's already in the bargain bins at most stores anyway. Oh, yeah. Yeah, even even digitally, I've noticed yeah. the, the price drop has been pretty precipitous. Mm. Is it, it's a shame. But I mean, like I said, it's fun playing the multiplayer. The multiplayer is actually quite a lot of fun. The progression system sucks ass, which is what half the issue was. Well, which they uh, stream- and this, yeah. which is what they're streamlined now. But exactly, exactly what we've already said there is too little, too late. Um, the damage is already being done. Um, uh, we, we've got, you know, No Man's Sky's got its next update coming up as well. I mean, the damage is already done on that game as well. Even if they're releasing it on Xbox, no one's going to pick it up on Xbox that I can think of. They've uh, already heard the they've already heard the bad news and said, well, "Why would we get it? You know, it's five dollars in the bargain bin." Yeah, but that's the thing. No Man's Sky is a bit like, um, oh, well, the Division for one. Uh, mm. I mean, there's mm. been a few. Uh, for Honor, I think is picked up. Uh, Siege, Rainbow Six Siege, obviously, has been a... Yeah. So there's been some games that have launched in a really rocky state or had a bad launch experience, and yet they have they have actually picked up because they've continued to get support. They've no recovered, Man's, yeah. Yeah, mm. No Man's Sky has continued to support its game. Sorry, Hello Games has continued to support its game um, very steadily. Uh, Sean Murray hasn't been opening his yap for a while, which is always a good thing. Mm. Uh and I, I think it's fair to say that No Man's Sky does actually have a pretty solid player base. Yeah, oh, no, I'm not going to. I'm not going to dispute that. I'm just thinking more along the lines of the damage has the publicity damage is already being done. Yes, that it coming out on the Xbox. I'm, I'm the Joe Blow in the street, and I go, oh, No Man's Sky on the Xbox. Yeah, I heard about that game. I heard it was shit. I'm not going to play that. You know, um, it depends already... what the price point is. I think. Yeah, well, that, yeah. that that too. But also, you know, even if they're smart enough to pick up and look at a review, you type Google No Man's Sky into the you know into Google, and it's just going to come up with a whole bunch of bad press. Um, uh, well, I actually did that um, earlier this evening, and what comes up mm-hmm. is all the, all the information about the update. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm just doing that now because I'm excited. I'm just reading about the update that I was unaware of. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm not interested in it. I think that game's already done its dash. But it's the same as what we just said with Battlefront 2. I think a lot of that's a little too too little too late uh, on those sort of games. Um, whereas you're talking about For Honor and Division and Siege, they all had rocky starts, but they weren't bad publicity starts. Like Division had bad publicity in the way it had cheaters were the main issue. Oh, yeah. Um, was better, yeah. And that was the biggest issue. Um, but they fixed that, and they had it fixed within a matter of months. Um, what else was there? The Siege was kind of just, it was bare-bones content, but they kept on adding content to it over time. Um, For Honor, its biggest issue was the servers, so they really, you know set up a dedicated service for it. Yep, took a which, while to get there, and once it's got there, now the combat on that game is brilliant. Watching it, um, it's it's funny. We're but, living in a where Ubisoft is basically one of the good guys, and yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy amazing that play. Ubisoft is one of the good guys. And and I I mentioned it before. Like I'm playing Far Cry Five at the moment, um, and I'm hearing stories about bugs and stuff like that. I haven't seen anything game breaking or anything yet, but 
even the microtransaction stuff in that, like, because it's Ubisoft, it has to have microtransactions. Mm-hmm. It's like basically, oh, you can buy all this gold, or actually they call it silver bars in it, and you can use those silver bars to then buy weapon unlocks or something like that. But they're not game breaking. Um, yeah, so I think probably the only com- only complaint I've been hearing in what people have been saying is um, ammo pickups. Basically, you walk over the body. Uh, cash pickups, you have to. I think uh, you, you actually- have to loot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, that 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 part doesn't bother me because I'm looting every no. single corpse I come across anyway. Yeah, but as, as, as I, you do. I just kind of wish the ammo was not so much scarce, less scarce. Yeah. I think because I'm I'm running out of ammo a lot. So either I need to shoot better or uh, I need to be able to hold more ammo. So, like, if I'm going to go to a store, gun store and, like, refill all my ammo, um, I think I should be able to hold a lot more ammo than what I actually am to be able to go out there in the world. But that might just be – again, it might be – I just suck at shooting. So we'll leave it there. <laughs> oh, see, I'm a sniper. I'm a born sniper. Whether it's paintball or video games, mm. I, I, I'm a sniper. I'm cheesing. Yes. Cheesing. <laughs> <sighs> all right. CD. Okay, host, stop sitting back and letting us do all the work. Mm. Yeah. Well, host, uh, it doesn't, host, I, don't have, host, I don't have to host. try hard to step back. Um, CD Project Red to announce Cyberpunk at E3. Yeah. Who would like to talk about that? That's pretty damn exciting. It is exciting. I'm excited. I agree. Yeah, not even the, knowing who CG Page might even say beep in beep. response to that news. Or yeah. boop. Oh, I mean, or Polish. Boop. Polish video games. Why can't you get excited? Oh, exactly. Especially considering... Do we have to explain Polish. to him who... No, I'm looking at Wikipedia. Fuck off. I'm, well, <laughs> it's the, it's the <laughs> Witcher. Yeah, right, keep now buff- I understand. You're bluffing? You're still bluffing? Yeah. No, Baldur's Gate. That that was Bioware, yeah, yeah. But they did the translation into Polish, so yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, they, oh, they did localization for other studios. That's um interesting. Yeah. Not very interesting, but no, not that's, really. that's not exactly what they're famous for. No. No, no they are. They are to me now. Haven't read it on Wikipedia. Anyway, <laughs> move on. What's the cyber? What's the cyber? Whatever it is called, update thing. About. Well, we won't know until it's updated, will we? Yeah, true. Mm, yeah. Um, okay, so short, uh, for those that don't know, Cyberpunk, t- is it 2077? Oh, shit, I don't know, mate. <laughs> I can't okay. remember what year. I can't remember what Cyberpunk year. Cyberpunk and a number. That's yeah, when Cyberpunk Destiny becomes a good game. Something. Um, it's basically a game set in, it's, it was a board game? or No, it was a tabletop game originally. Mm-hmm. And they're converting it into a video game. That's that's it in a nutshell, basically. And it's a cyberpunk universe. Um, I don't know what else to tell you about that. Uh, you know well, what not- cyberpunk is? Go watch a anime like Bubblegum Crisis. Hmm. Yeah, it, it's a bit like Anthem in that not, not that it's going to suck horribly, but that uh, it's there's really not a lot of information out there. There was a teaser trailer released. Was God how was it twenty? Please don't say Anthem will suck horribly. I want it to be really good. Yeah, <laughs> really yeah, I, I, I do as well, but the fact that there there's... There's nothing since last E3, yeah, I know. Well, there's that, but also the fact that uh, there's rumours that it's undergoing a, a big retooling 
um, oh. probably get the microtransactions out uh, and considering it's supposed to be coming out next year. Uh, let's face it, um, Andromeda and I mean, Mass Effect Andromeda, obviously, um, and Destiny, the original one, mm. and Destiny 2. Those are three games that underwent massive retoolings um, within 18 months of their actual release, and we all know what happened there. Yeah. So I'm a, I'm worried. It's definitely not a game I'm going to pre- pre-ordering. Mm. I hope it's good. Uh, God, yeah, good. sorry. Go back to Cyberpunk. If, if, it, if it's not good, <laughs> Bioware is severely screwed. They're going to they're going to go the same way as Visceral. Uh, but mm. yeah, Cyberpunk. So there was a trailer released. Oh, it's probably three years ago now, and there's been very little noise from CD Projekt Red about it until their Twitter came alive again about oh god, what was it? About eight eight ten months ago. And yeah, there was also a tweet in the last couple of weeks as well. Yeah, the, the, the Twitter accounts actually started um, putting stuff out since then. And mm. also there was a... It and Geralt's in the new Soul Calibur. That was the other thing. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. But also there was a, a, a presser and um, someone in the audience that CD Projekt Red held, and there was a, a question from the audience about more information coming from uh, coming out from the studio about... Um, cyberpunk and it's probably fairly if young yeah had a, a video about this it looks like that was a, a plant asking the mm. question because there was actually a behind the speaker there was a the, the screen glitched out while he was talking and they've identified three e's in the distortion on the top left hand side of the screen mm. e3 obviously so everyone's expecting some news or some footage of significance to pop up sometime during this year's E3. Yeah. So, yeah, we don't know what's coming up. We don't know what they're going to be covering. It's not going to be a release date. It could be, but they're not Bethesda, so they're not going to just basically give a release date and it comes out three months later. Yeah, I'm, that's the one thing I'm actually really interested to see. See what they have to say. Cool. We should go to E3 this year. Is that in the budget? Oh, look, the podcast has never been more successful, so I don't see why not. That's that's true, sadly. All those T-shirt sales. <laughs> uh, I've just about worn out the one I bought. I better buy another one. Um, That'll double our sales. That's right, 100% increase. Smash Brothers. I do put a link in the show notes every single time about buying a T-shirt. Well, that's um, It's working well. Uh, Smash. I better put one on my MySpace page. Smash mm. Brothers for the Switch announced. Well, there's, you know, a bit of an iconic game finally making it onto the Switch. Also, Mario Tennis and Luigi's Mansion remaster. What a surprise, a remaster for the Switch. Who's yeah, Luigi? I, I, actually, I'm not sure. Is Luigi's Mansion... I've got a feeling in my... Back of my brain, Luigi's Mansion is actually the remasters on the 3DS. Okay. Um, but I can't oh. recall exactly. I could Google it, but no. I'll definitely no. get my <laughs> Switch. My, the, the Switch, my Switch was great while I was in New Zealand. It really yeah. was. It was. It was a little lifesaver. Because you, you can actually sit in the airport playing your Switch and look like a complete wanker. So that yeah, part good. of the commercial was accurate. You look like a complete tosser. 
And I did it last year, and I have no problems doing it again. Me either. Because I was playing Mario. I was playing Zelda and then Minecraft, because that's just my default position now, is Minecraft. (laughs) If only No Man's Sky was on the Switch, I'd probably buy a Switch. I'd sell mine then. (laughs) (laughs) Of course you would. Um, No uh, Man's Sky. Just purely out of a sense of history with this podcast, I thought I'd mention Secret World Legends, which is the more free-to-play version of Secret World that's now out, um, has had an expansion or is about to have an expansion where South Africa's involved. So that sounds interesting, but can't oh, say I've done it. they release in South that. Africa? That's a, bit, that's a bit culturally insensitive, isn't it? Yes. It's all the ball tampering. See, I've got balls uh, in there. Finally got balls uh-huh. in there. Did it. Uh, he did it. And then, I, I, I know we had a discussion topic there, but I think we're running out of time. So let's save that one for next one because it's a good evergreen topic. Uh, ready, ready player one. So have either of you guys seen it yet? No. Right. No, so I have no. listened to the audible book uh, three times. Uh, the, uh, the, uh, our Lord Saviour, Will Wheaton, is the, uh, the performer for that. Oh, uh, that's right. Some, excellent I think it might have been you last episode or something said that yeah uh will wheaton did it and i got excited I was like, oh now i've got to go get it yeah well and that, oh. that's I, I, I think i actually said this in a message but i've because you have have the book being read to you i mean you get this when you're reading the an actual paper type old school mm. book anyway but i've just i've already got a movie of the story yeah. in my mm. head i'm I'm not entirely sure if I want to adulterate that by seeing Spielberg's vision of it. I'm actually kind of happy with the one, the one that's in my head already. But tell us so, about it. Yeah, no, it's, look, it's a good point. So it, there seems to be a lot of Last Jedi comparisons between this as far as there's a lot of hate for the movie out there. Really? <laughs> I've, heard, I've heard nothing but good things. God, the internet yeah. sucks. I know. Um oh. And it tends to be more from the purists that have read the book. So having read the book twice, once in ebook and once on paper, I love the book to bits, would happily read it another three times. It is a radical departure <clears throat> with some of the specifics from the book. The actual overall storyline and ending is essentially unchanged. But um, there are some really uh, radical departures and whole, you know, a bit like the Lord of the Rings movies, whole bits that aren't in there at all. Uh, that sort of stuff. But given that the screenplay was co-written by Ernest Cline anyway, I tend to give a bit of a pass. And also a lot of the stuff people are bitching about that was in the book is either impossible to put in the movie or would make the movie so damn boring visually that you just, they had to do something different. So without giving away spoilers, and as you know, Simon, um, there are a whole bunch of challenges they have to get through the challenges in the book and the challenges in the movie to my knowledge are totally different it's been about a year since i read the book but i don't recall any of the challenges being the same um the battle at the end is very similar to the book Mm -hmm. aside from some copyright issues without giving too much away um it was ultron wasn't it in the book that was the the robot they used on their side they couldn't use not uh, Ultron, Jesus, sorry. Um, no, um, it wasn't Ultron, sorry. I've got my comics and my games mixed up. That's all right. There's an awful lot of licenses. 
<laughs> yeah. Anyway, one of the big robots. Wasn't oh, God. It's going to annoy me now. Anyway, um, they, they they had to use a, a different one uh, for that. But I thought it was a kick-ass, fun family movie. Lots of cool stuff in there. Yeah, the whole romance thing was probably a little bit predictable than the book, but loved it. Thought it was great. Would probably go and see it again, but probably won't get round to it. Um, but if you're a book purist, you will have frustrations mm. with it. But if you let that go, you'll love it. Well, this I hear is... it's doing better than Tomb Raider. Oh yeah, that's not really that surprising. I'm I just, I'm just constantly blown away by the fact that people seem to get upset that uh, a movie adaptation yeah. story or a TV series version of it is going to be different to the book. Of course, that's right. For one, for one thing, you got the whole the movie in your head versus whatever so if you go into something something like that with expectations uh you're going to be disappointed because whoever you've got in your head like i mentioned a couple of people that i've cast in my brain movie of it Mm -hmm. and uh yeah so i did actually see the trailer of who they um cast for halliday and i thought uh no and that is actually kind of i just i think that's the thing i saw and i thought no that's that's not the halliday Yes, I, my my movie. Agree. So maybe I don't need to see what someone else's brain movie of it effectively. Because well, the already... Halliday in the book, and you're right, the Halliday in the book is a much more assertive guy. Who you you well, I read it as it was a lot more aware of what he was doing and what he was trying to get through in the quest. Whereas the Halliday in the book is this, oh, I don't know how you, he just this little Weasley nothing man that had no confidence to do anything in life which is fine but it just yeah, yeah didn't fit a more reserved more reclusive sort of a figure and yes. i've just seen that video i thought no that's that's that that person doesn't match the description but again you can't just go with what works for a movie won't necessarily work for a book and vice versa mm. yeah, the best example of this i think is hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy mm. i have read the books Mm. I own the radio series on CD. I've got the LPs of the uh, the double LP of and uh, the Restaurant of the Universe records. Uh, I've watched the movie, seen the uh, TV show. TV series, yeah. They yeah, I was going to say there was a TV series too, wasn't there? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's been in all sorts of different media, and they're all a bit different. In mm. some cases, it's actually kind of the the differences are actually really quite significant, mm. but as long as you take each version on its own merits as its own discrete thing, then it shouldn't be an issue. So all of the, the sort of the neckbeards getting all freaked out because it's not exactly this or that or this isn't what they expected or that isn't what they expected. Fuck them. I'm yeah. sorry. What the hell is your problem? What is, what is wrong with you? A, that you're getting bent out of shape about something that doesn't even exist. It's, it, this is just a fictional – it's a narrative. It's, it's fictional. What, what yeah. is your – that you're getting so hysterical about it. And I, also, I, I think the only... Ex- its own work of art. Okay, no, go. go. Yeah, no, I was going to say, the only other example I'm thinking of at the moment is like Lord of the Rings movies. Like, um, granted, they were pretty good to pretty compare close. to the books. They were pretty good. Like, But then again, no one wanted Tom Bombadil. In That's no. Oh, my God. There's no, less, wouldn't no work. I didn't, I didn't want Tom Bombadil. The, no. uh, and Return of the King. There's like another four chapters of that book that they basically left off the movie because it was already pretty freaking long. Yeah. Let's face it. And they were they were inconsequential chapters. Yes. Um 
you know, they didn't add a hell of a lot to the story. So there's a lot of stuff like that. So even ones that are doing good, you know, good adaptations of the book or comic series or whatever you want to pull yeah. from, they still have to change something because it never translates 100%. Because, like, and just using that as an example, Tom Bombadil, no one mm. wanted that. No, no one wanted that. No. And it would have been nope. horrible on screen. Yes. Yeah, it's. It, it, I mean, the the Audible book is about thirty four hours, I think. Jesus. And that's unabridged. Who yeah. the hell's going to watch a movie that's thirty four hours long? Thirty four hours. Yeah. Cost. Well, that's what they did with the Hobbit. Yeah. Well, yeah. Cool. Well, yeah. That, that the Hobbit was what a two hundred and fifty, three hundred page book. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a quick. And they managed to turn it into three movies. Oh no. <laughs> three three hour movies at that. Ridiculous. Although to be Holy fair. Shit. There's there's an awful lot of the Silmarillion and ancillary material that got worked yeah. in, and I, in some ways, I kind of approve of that because it fleshed out the universe quite a lot and just used the, the Hobbit narrative as a backbone. But by the same token, mm. it's awfully drawn out. Oh it, yeah, yeah, the Hobbit was very drawn out, and then they relied a lot more on CG than practical effects in that one as yeah. well. Yeah. So anyway, go go see it. It is a Spielberg sort of movie. It's a feel good mm. movie to some extent, um, and it will probably make you want to go and read the book if you haven't already. And I know I've got two people in my family, one already reading and the other one waiting to read, based on seeing the movie. So, mm. um, also, um, Ahmad is well worth having a look at as well. That's another Klein book. Oh, the book. Yeah, it's not quite it as is. strong. But no, it's, it's not. Nice. Actually. Just out of curiosity, guys, I think we haven't had an episode since Black Panther came out either. Oh, wow. No, I don't in, think we have. In that case, let me say Thor Ragnarok. Oh, my God. Yeah, Thor Ragnarok was really good. Uh, I finally saw that as well. Um, but, yeah, I don't – Black Panther, I thought it was actually a good movie. I just don't think it was as great as everyone made it out to be. No, that's what I'd assumed, but I haven't seen it yeah. yet. Um, so yeah, I'd, I'd say it was a good movie, but predictable ending. And just extremely briefly on Amada, Simon, I mean, it's, it's a perfect topic for us to discuss on this podcast one day. Um, and the, the premise of the book for those that haven't read it is that essentially for the last 30, 40 years, all us gamers have been trained to be defenders of earth from an alien invasion through all of our gaming skills. Sounds like fun. Yeah. Yeah, The planet's in trouble. It's pretty cool. But yeah, I, it's, it's, I it's find, not... if I could find a, way, find a way to cheese the alien fleet, we're okay. We're golden. <laughs> That's right. Uh, uh, Bill and Ted three is the last thing. So God, what, how, what's the gap between Bill and Ted two and this? Twenty five years? Yeah, something like that. I don't know. I just saw it literally on Twitter a little while ago. I was like, "Ooh, this is kind of cool." And oh, they've got like photos. It. There's a photo of them in the phone booth and stuff like that, and everything. So it looks like it's happening. Um, I hope it happens. It'd be cool. I need to rewatch no, those. In all honesty, I would watch Keanu Reeves do pretty much anything because he just—he just seems like a, a good guy. And, <laughs> and have, you, have you watched uh, John Wick yet? Uh, both of them. Both so good. awesome movies. So they are—they are really. Great, really, really, really great. Really flicks. They really are. Yeah, great, great action flicks. Awesome action yeah. flicks. Oh, they're they're absolutely immaculate. Mm-hmm. He's he's so good at that stuff. 
Yeah. Still, I don't know how old he is now, but whatever age he is, he doesn't look it. He <laughs> looks pretty bloody good. Yeah. Don't we all? No. No. Well, it <laughs> depends on what you're fighting around, David. Yeah, that's right. Hang on, I just need to take a drink. There's another reference. All right, sleep. Okay, we're good. Yeah, okay. All right, that's a show. Mm. I'm calling it there. Okay. Um, as always, if you'd like to offer an opinion, suggestion, or some general abuse just for change, feel free to email us at contact at oceanicgamer.com or visit our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash The Oceanic Gamer, although Facebook, as we all know, is evil. Mm-hmm. You can also follow us mm-hmm. on Twitter. My handle is The Oceanic Gamer. Simon tweets under RPG Beats RL, and Ben tweets under The Spawny 13 and still does the Twitch TV thing at The Spawny 13 as well. You'll find previous episodes of the show on iTunes. We're also on Stitcher, Google Play, Pocket Cast, and all other reputable and non-reputable podcasting services. So thanks very much for listening and thank you as always to my co-hosts who dragged my ass to this microphone, Simon and Ben. Excellent. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it doesn't take that long to have a sip out of a shot glass. I, I snort, I mean, out of a shot glass. Um, have a great week and remember, you don't stop playing because you grow old, you grow old because you stop playing. Good night. Wait, wait, is that another reference? <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't snort bourbon because it hurts <laughs> my nose. Was that another reference? Grow old, but grow. Okay. All right, hang on. I need to stop playing because you grow old. You grow old because you stop playing. Yeah, well, it could be. It could Nicely be. Nicely, Ben. Yeah. Beautiful delivery. I'm done. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yep, sweet. to speak does not make one intelligent.